0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time.
1: In this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about Scotland, Ironbury, and we have part one of our interview with Lauren Janice from Out Engaged Giving.
0: Good evening, morning, afternoon, hello, and welcome to another episode of The Kindness Project. I am joined by a man. Who does some really good impressions? And a girl who is in Scotland. Yeah. Oh, this is weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's me and Russ being in the same room and then you being somewhere else.
2: Just in the flats.
0: I'm just, you're in your flat. You're in your new flat. Tell us about your new flat. Uh it's
2: got four walls and a bathroom. <laughs>
0: is the bathroom within the four walls?
2: Uh, well, it has its own sort of two, but with two walls that sections it off from the rest.
0: So you've got, like, is it a wet room? Kind of a bed there isn't it? <laughs> bed set, you in a bed set?
2: Who knows?
0: You, I mean, well, there's not put labels on it. Is the toilet inside or outside? Inside. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Man, <is> that <laughs> it's always good to have an inside toilet, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, an outside toilet is a bit cold in the winter, so... Well,
2: considering look. I live on the fifth, I want to say, floor?
0: Fifth floor. It's
2: a bit of a trek to get to the low, if I want to go outside.
0: Maybe they'd just put it outside, outside your flat on a, a... A balcony. Yeah, they'd put it on a balcony. You might have a balcony toilet. Right,
2: okay.
0: Just a bag it on your balcony. <laughs> <laughs> could work, couldn't it? Um, could work. So, um... What should we talk about today? Oh look, she's gone all Scottish already with the old iron brew. Um, unofficial question of the podcast what is your favourite soft drink? I know that Rice's favourite soft drink is definitely a coke. Because while we've been away this weekend, Charlotte, he's had 47 gallons of it. Um, uh, um what's your favourite soft drink? It's the iron brew, isn't it?
2: um up. yeah so my friend bought me a 24 case and i said oh, to myself
0: that that's my phone love so you're are you slowly getting to, did you take yeah. the 24 case of iron brew i did as part of your trip up to scotland i did keep the essentials make sure you've got all the important stuff in there yeah um,
2: i've got about half of that left um, okay. I've mostly been drinking lemon
0: juice. Okay. Lemon juice. You've got um, Direct or like cordial? Cordial. Cordial. So, tell us about Thresher's Week. Because Raz and I have never experienced Thresher's Week. Have you been to a Thresh's Week? No. Oh, wait, no.
2: Hold up. How are you pronouncing that? Thresher's. How is it spelled in your mind?
0: Has it spoke in your mind? <laughs> How, is
2: it... <laughs> How is it spelled? <laughs> <with> your mind? <laughs>
0: As it's been in your mind?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I asked the initial questions.
0: Um, I'm pronouncing it incorrectly, clearly, because it should yeah. be Freshers Week, not Threshers Week. Yeah. Um, uh, and I've just realised halfway through that I was in my head spelling it T H R E. And it's F R E. And it's F R E, because they're fresh students, aren't they? That's why it's called Freshers Week. Yeah. It could be about either. I'll let you make the decision. Freshers week or Thresher's week or Thresher's week or thrashers week. What would you like to tell us about?
2: Plant. Huh? The plant sale is part of freshers and I got a new plant and I like
0: it. So <laughs> what th- plant is it?
2: Um, red stemmed, green leafed, <laughs> likes the shade. All right. Needs to m- maintain moist. I'm remembering the care instructions of the person I bought it from more than I am the name of the plant.
0: So, so the week where you're meant to really party hard and get like used to being like getting used to life as a st- student, your highlight is I bought a plant.
2: I was up till like two a.m. Party I mean, hard
0: once. at least once. Doing I what? was
2: at the union. I had lemonade. I had two lemonades that night, actually.
0: Oh, don't push about it. I had two lemonades. What was going on in the union that night?
2: They had a white T-shirt thing, where if you wore a white T-shirt, they gave you a free drink. Um, But it was a very specific drink, because I don't drink alcoholic stuff. And it was an alcoholic drink mix with an energy drink, oh, and okay. I don't drink. So it was like... <laughs> And uh, I've got Don't these. Don't drink either
0: alcoholic or energy drinks, See ya.
2: No, I've got these sitting on my desk, which I got for free, which you can't see them because of the camera angle, and the podcast listeners can't because there's no video. You'd have but to describe it. Um, it's this energy drink blueberry pomegranate acacia. Uh, a kai. Right.
0: Um,
2: so you can see my problem on two points with these, and I have two of them.
0: Did you get given them for nothing?
2: Yeah, they were free. Obviously, I took them. I wasn't going to like reject them as they were being put in my hands. Um, <laughs> but you can see my problem with them because one, they're energy drinks. Um, and two. Why did you just not
0: set them saying, I don't like energy drinks? I,
2: know, I just figured I'd hand them off to someone, but I haven't managed to do it yet.
0: Nobody else wants them.
2: Everyone else has had theirs.
0: Yeah, well, somebody somebody <coughs> will have them. Are you a fan of an energy drink? Man? I'll just
2: leave them in the kitchen next shots I
0: get. Yeah, leave them in the kitchen and let somebody else take them to just make a different, uh, you know, to to use them if they if they want to. I've realised that I'm that we are unusually recording this from uh, Russell's Apple Mac. <laughs> And it looks like he's got about 400 apps open at the bottom of his thing. Now, that is bad app management, isn't it, Charlotte?
2: Well, I've got
0: five. Well, what's your five? What apps you got open at the minute? That
2: can close. That can close. That's three of the same thing. Um, I, didn't got...
0: even, I didn't realise that Tinder had an Apple Mac app either. Did you? Tinder. Well, if
2: it's got an Apple app, it's got an Apple Mac app. It's in
0: Tinder is finder, isn't it? he's got grinder open. Oh, he's nice, Russ.
2: He's nice. <laughs> he um, doesn't actually have grinder open. I can't see it, but I'm just assuming no. he's joshing with me. Um, no, he's got grinder open. Anyway, I've got he's my got, files.
0: He's in a committed relationship. They don't stop him browsing. All right.
2: I've got my files, my Spotify Zoom, which I'm using to talk to you guys. Uh, other face calls services are available, <laughs> um, and my Google, which has got um, Zoom, my email, a piece of work I'm doing. So yeah. you
0: are you are guilty of being a um, app heavy, yeah?
2: Well, only the stuff I need. Because like Spotify, I used to listen to music. My files is where I scroll through stuff when I save stuff on there. So right now I've currently got it saved on my screenshots, which I just screenshot a lot of stuff if I try and remember them, but I can't. So I'm just like, I'll screenshot it, put it in a file. Fair enough. Put that away Uh, for later.
0: Ross, while you've been telling us about your desktop... Russ has um had a reminder that he needs to talk to me about some annuity research. And uh we've deferred that until Tuesday because today is a bank holiday. Did you catch Charlotte, any of the Queen's funeral? No. Me neither. Um I hope <laughs> I hope uh, whoever um, whoever was feeling sad about who is clearly a sweet old lady's um uh loss of life why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Right, let's be serious for a minute. There are people there who, out there who are genuinely upset about um, the Queen passing away. She was a consistent figure in all of our lives um, for um, quite a long time. Uh, and even though I'm not a particular royalist, um, I'm going to go with Sophie on this one, my youngest daughter, and say she was she was a... A uh, very sweet uh, lady. So um, I hope that we can mourn successfully, and then get to a point where we're, um, where we're, where we're sort of moving on, and 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 hopefully with a with a new king, King Charlie, King Charlie the Third. Now, what I'm hoping, he'll be
2: gone soon. <laughs> what?
0: it will be gone soon. Yeah, you coming with that?
2: he <laughs> will be gone soon. No, no, because it will not. I, I, reckon, like, eventually they'll go. He's not fit for the permission, position. We'll replace him with someone. They're
0: going to replace him with.
2: No, someone. Sorry, someone in line or something. No, he'll do
0: it. I think he'll do a decent job. I think he'll be all right. Um. Uh. But uh, why? you why are you assuming? Know what's happened? She's gone to Scotland. She's become more militant, and not she? She's like sort of. She she she's going. Are, are we abolishing the? Um, are we abolishing royalty now, uh, Charlotte? Just because you've got, been in Scotland for a week. Is that a no? No. Okay. All right. Fair I enough.
2: couldn't give two tosses.
0: Fair enough.
2: um Right. I mean, just... they're a nice source of economic income, but like. What good that did that do us? 2020, 2021?
0: Fair enough, Charlotte. Clearly not a fan of the royal family. I'm just... let's, let's move on to the question of the podcast, which is, um, what is your karaoke song? Ah, uh, no woman, no cry. <laughs> <laughs> so Russ has already answered that. He's, all day long singing "No Woman, No Cry." Now I've heard Russ. Do
2: um,
0: the Hoosiers. Is it the Hoosiers or is it Hoosiers? Sorry, yeah, it's Hoosier. Is it Hoosier, the ears or or, no. or what? Hoosier.
2: Hoosier.
0: So it's Hoosier. Why did you pull that weird face when you said Hoosier?
2: <laughs> I, I'm like mid-getting over a cold, so my nose really hurts at the moment. And I've been trying to not blow it loudly while we're recording. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know what? I mean, it would <laughs> it would contribute to the shambolic nonsense that is The kindest Project, wouldn't it? Just I don't think we've ever had on the podcast somebody blow their nose mid-podcast. We've well, had you sneeze up up. what have you done? I haven't done anything. Take your clothes off. Um, <laughs> <it turns laughs> up really. yeah. um, no, I've definitely
2: blown my nose on the podcast. I must have done, because I get like this.
0: A lot. A lot. So, what is your when you're not recovering from a cold, um, uh, Charlotte? What is your karaoke song of choice? I do
2: not know. I think it changes all the time. Go on then. Um, at the moment, I wouldn't know.
0: Right. So, what was it before?
2: Um, just something easy and something I don't have to sing along because I feel like that's always where I get caught up as if no one else knows the song. Well, I mean
0: we do a mean Hamilton rap, don't we? We've done yeah. that. Almost. And I am guilty. I mean thankfully karaoke works well for me because I never remember the words to the songs independently. So having the words come up works really well for me. Oh
2: yeah, but karaoke karaoke is always better when you know Are the really? words. <laughs>
0: Karaoke's always better without the words.
2: When you know the words, and you don't have to follow along,
0: because
2: you always end up one second behind when you follow along.
0: Yeah, I, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And
2: I, I've seen with you where you like the song comes on, and there's not a thing, and you like look up the lyrics, and you always you like always a little bit out of rhythm, or a little, oh, no, a I, little I, bit out of time.
0: I mean, Spotify is really good for that because Spotify. I've, I've Just sorry. Charlotte and Russ, I've just looked, we're recording this from my dining room table, and I've just looked, and on the, our dining room table at the minute is a box with what lo- looks like two naked sumo wrestlers on it. How does that look to you, Russ? And then just just a little um uh, thing popping out of the uh, sumo wrestlers that just says Biff. That's a strange thing to come up to, isn't it? Um, right, so what are you going for? You're going for No Woman, No Cry. Yeah, No Woman, No Cry. Uh, what Bob Marley's song would you sing, Janet? What? Why would we be this
2: specific?
0: Uh, I am like a lion in Zion. Three little birds I'm hoping. Right for. <laughs> Definitely three little birds. Um
2: I know which is one of my favourite songs to hear me he sung on karaoke and it's when granddad does um Firestar. Firestar. Uh, yeah.
0: Another visual question in the podcast. Does anybody else's granddad do Firestar? <laughs> um, yeah, man- with yeah.
2: the with the motion as well. You know the one when he does like like yeah. he's running his fingers through his hair, and, even
0: with though he hair ain't hair got none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a uh, visual uh, question in the podcast. What is your karaoke song of choice? You can get in touch with us and let us know using the following methods.
2: Um. (laughs) Come on, get get with the programme. Sorry, my nose is leaking. Um, uh, Is that where
0: people get in touch with us? (laughs) www.mynosesleaking.com
2: Yes, Um. exactly. Um, On Twitter, we're Out of the Kindness. On Facebook, we're The Kindness Project Podcast. Yes, yes. Um, if you want to Google us, it's The Kindness Project podcast. If you want to go to the website, it's www.thekindnessproject.co.uk. Um, I've, I've been on websites like that where it's like you can type something else and the the, web, the actual website comes up and it's so funny. Like what? What, what?
0: Give me an example. Uh, a
2: podcast I listen to that you can put an inside joke as the... Thing, and the website for the podcast
0: comes yeah, up well sometimes the references are referenced in the website aren't they And it's
2: no just... no like they actually set it up so like if you type this fake website name it came up with the website it redirected to the website can we
0: do that can we, can we see how much <laughs> www.mynosesrunning.com um is um i'll pay for it no and, and then and then what, what i'm gonna do is um, anybody that goes to www.mynosesrunning.com then gets redirected to Charlotte's website so they can read her amazing articles, which I'm hoping next week's article is going to be about influenza, Charlotte. Charlotte, uh, I have
2: one on infection. Um, I have one on infection that's like a couple of years old now from like 2020. so if anyone wants to go to the website, um
0: what my nose is running.com? Uh
2: Charlotte Dames.com.
0: Have a look yeah, at it.
2: Plug in <laughs> plug in the website. There's one about um uh diseases and infection, but also how they spread with um invasion and sort of mm-hmm. colonization as well. Oh
0: I see what you mean. Um but, but but we've spoken about in the podcast before the impact of the Spanish uh, Spanish flu, haven't we? Yes. Um, on that note, as we're plugging stuff, let me plug the Kindness Project book. We have got a uh, publishing date. Ross, haven't we? What date we is have that? The seventeenth of November. Thank you, producer us, Seventeenth of November. All of the uh, all of the gears are in action. We've got loads of really good testimonials uh, where people seem to be enjoying the book. Um, if you're not connected to me on LinkedIn. Uh, please do that because I'll be sharing loads about the Connets Project book. You can find me at Chris Dames on LinkedIn and Chris Dames on Twitter. Um, And you can visit the uh, website, Russ, and um, click on books at the top and you'll find yourself with a, um, uh, uh, a little place to put your email. Put your email. And as soon as the book comes out, You'll get a chance. No, it's to, exactly right. You'll get the chance to um why did you interrupt me there? But usually you get it wrong. It's, it's exactly right. Oh today. thank you, mate. I appreciate that. You'll get oh. the chance. You'll get the chance to um know, have a <laughs> sneaky peek and get some bonus stuff that we're still deciding what to yeah. give away. Um, I think we should give away 12 cans of iron brew to every reader. What do you reckon, Charlie?
2: Oh. Um, uh, Charlotte's Mug of the Week is up and running now.
0: Oh, you're, sorry, are you, are you plugging your website and Charlotte's Mug of the Week?
2: Look, you said it was plug time. Mug of the Week <laughs> is up and running, it's now got two things.
0: Right, well, what have you put on Mug of the Week?
2: Um, so obviously the Cervelo one went first. Of course. Um, and I had in that, I think it was just... I can't remember because that was last Monday. How many
0: followers you got for Charlotte's mug of the week so far? Two
2: or three, not loads. We're not it's going. It's a, it's
0: a snowball. It's shot. A
2: start. Um, and this week oh, I've got this mug, which I literally posted like just before we started recording. All
0: right, Charlotte.
2: Huh?
0: Move it to the other side of the screen. Oh, um, well, my late security. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah,
2: uh, and it's um. So what I've decided to do with my posts is put the, the mug and whatever the mug is and then what tea I'm drinking out of it, so... Um, what Rubio's, tea are you
0: drinking out the Cervelo mug
2: mug? Um, check out the post and you'll find out.
0: Oh! I love the teaser, Charlotte.
2: The teaser.
0: Um, the teaser. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, we are moving on. Sorry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um that checking out the post. That's my cup of coffee. Um,
2: I'll drink coffee out of it one of these days just to throw a throw a hook in there.
0: Um, uh, can I have that Cibello mug back? No. Yes, because it's my proper tea. <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> Actually it was any tea, the tea.
0: you want to share No, no, I'm Any playing. tea any tea bun, Charlotte, before we move on?
2: I've got, I've got my iron brew.
0: Right, let's move on to
2: kindness news.
0: Um, And what I'd like to share in kindness news today is um, the uh, two next people, one of the independence most inspirational people of 2022. It's Vicky Burford. She got nominated by her colleague, Claire Bagger. Vicky's an inspiration, says Claire as co-founder and chairperson of the children uh, of the charity pans pandas u k Vicky works to advocate for and support those living with those neuropsychiatric conditions triggered by a misdirected immune response. pans and pandas results in a constellation of devastating symptoms. She is the glue that holds thousands of families together and fights for change so that young people living with these conditions get the correct care. Vicky is patient, incredibly kind, knowledgeable, diplomatic, compassionate, and driven. Her enthusiasm and energy are, driven to, are driving forward much needed change in the UK, both of individual families and systematically across health, social care, and education systems. Well done, Vicky. It sounds like you're doing amazing work.
2: Scarborough's. Ian felt so helpless as Russia's war unfolded in Ukraine. He decided to offer up his house to those fleeing the conflict. I'd planned to rent it out for profit, but in those terrible times, there are more important things, said. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It is Ian, right?
0: Ian. Yeah, it's (laughs) Ian.
2: Who housed two Ukrainian families and set up a family Facebook page called the Scarborough Sunflower Appeal to help cover the essential costs the costs of essential furniture and utility bills and for the donation of food, clothes, toiletries and bedding. The group has grown and now supports more than a hundred Ukrainians resettled in the Scarborough area with face-to-face group English lessons and social events and weekly drop-in meetings to offer advice on benefits, education, health and employment. Health and employment. Ian continues to fundraise to expand the support both sponsors
0: and guests amazing stuff well done ian great um we all feel for what's going on in ukraine at the minute and the fact that you're supporting people who are uh fleeing a world torn country and certainly something i'd never want to do russ and, and charlotte no no um, would i so so really important work there um let's move on to our interview for this week it's with lauren um lauren's a returning guest uh, because as the book is being published pretty soon, we want to be interviewing some people who are featured in the book to see Good what they are to now. So let's um, move on to part one of our interview with Lauren. How do
1: you get three?
0: Well, uh, so uh, the three that are with me that I'm sort of... Gaz is calling me Daddy Daddy Care at the minute, because she's off to... She's off to Scotland, drop in Charlotte, off at uni. So my oldest one's going to uni in Glasgow, funny enough. Oh, Glasgow. Oh,
1: good
0: Yeah. She, she's doing a journalism degree up there. So they've gone up there um, today. And then um, uh, the three kids' mums wanted to go over the weekend to Copenhagen. And they said, look, the, uh, their uncle can come and get them, but you. might mom- Three and four, I said, fine. My podcast interviews until four. Uncle's not arrived yet, so they're pretty quiet in the background. But uh, if I uh, if I've got run off, it's because I've got to answer the door and just sort of make sure those kids are alright. You're
1: but doing yeah.
0: a good deed, Chris. I it. I'm am doing what I can. How are you? Tell me tell me about what's been going on in your life? No, actually, it's only for the for the interview because for the I don't <laughs>
1: Well, I have to say, I'm so sorry to hear about the Queen.
0: Oh no! I know it's it's uh, certainly sad news. I'm not a massive royalist, but actually, mm. there's a there's an, there is an element of sadness there, isn't there? Because of uh just yeah,
1: did of you if it,
0: yeah 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 yeah. It's um I suppose it's one of those things where for our lifetime she's been around, right? Yep. Um. Um. So it's yeah it's a. Uh, it's, it's an interesting one isn't it raz are you ready to record i'm ready Again. when you are mate cool all right good stuff so lauren i'm so sorry if i need to like sort of just say what i need to hold them for two minutes and if i do i'll uh i'll let you know uh if uncle arrives so uh we'll, we'll get that done but that but let's start the interview and then raz with his amazing editing skills can just make it look seamless well. So. <laughs> I will decide on that when I get to it. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there on that. Okay, so let's do the interview. Hi, Lauren, how are you? Really excited to have you back on The Kindness Project.
1: It's so good to be back, Chris. It feels like it's been eons, but um, but I'm really pleased, pleased to be here.
0: Yeah, well, it's been a, I think it's been a few years, actually, since your first appearance. Um, and we're, yeah, we're, yeah, But definitely, um, it it was definitely pre-COVID. And that's, it's weird how we now identify everything we do uh, as pre- and post-COVID, isn't it? It's like that (laughs) line in the sand now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I fully agree. It was like a different time.
0: How how was COVID for you?
1: COVID was pretty crazy for us. I mean, it was crazy for everybody, but we actually left the UK right when it started when lockdown started because we were planning on movie back to the us in the summer of 2020 but when COVID hit we accelerated everything by three months and it was just a mad rush to get out of the country and sell our flat and start a, a new life here so i from a health point of view we've been incredibly lucky and we have not been yes. impacted by it Good. um but it was just yeah it was just kind of a a funny mad rush across the ocean <laughs>
0: Was COVID the sort of driver for it? Or was that the sort of point where you thought, actually I need to go now?
1: Oh no, no. We've been planning on moving back because uh we'd been in the UK for about eight years and we had just gotten to the point where we needed to be close to family closer to our parents here and our children. Yeah. We wanted them to have more a better relationship with their family here. Um yeah. I mean, we loved I, I have such fond memories of Edinburgh in particular. I love it and keep in touch with you know, loads of people, but it was time for us as a family to move back.
0: And I I think if if COVID's taught us one thing that, families in right? You know, and making sure that we have really good relationships with the people we love is is vital. So, yeah, I completely get that. Now, it has been a while since you've you've been on the podcast, uh, and we have accumulated um, tens and thousands of uh, more listeners since you first came on, which is great news. Uh, But uh, for the uh, podcast listeners who might have missed the first interview but have joined since, tell us a little bit about you.
1: Sure. So um, I am a philanthropic advisor <clears throat> serving primarily ultra high net worth families, individuals, and um, now incre- increasingly corporations as well. And I, when I was in the UK, I um, owned and ran Thoughtful Philanthropy, working with primarily individuals um, who wanted more. Uh, more control over their giving and wanted a real clear plan of how they could use their money to act on their values. Um, When we moved back to the U.S., I obviously couldn't continue to run a Scottish firm from Scotland or from Chicago. Uh, So I joined Phyla Engaged Giving, which is a small boutique um, firm based out of Seattle and now Chicago. And we, as a group of three advisors and a small support staff, we serve ultra high net worth families individuals and um yeah and and some corporate foundations
0: uh, amazing i've I've now got the dog barking and 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 the kids thinking it's hilarious and taking photos of them so this is i mean we are meant to be a professional podcast Lauren, but i don't know what's happening in, in my house at the minute um so so that right so understand a little bit about the work just for our mm-hmm. podcast listeners because they like to understand a, a little bit about the person behind the work tell us a bit about you
1: sure so i am um i am a non-profit or third second third sector person thrown through as soon as i got out of uh uni or college here in the u.s i uh well, like every twenty-two-year-old, I went abroad and taught English because that was an adventure. Um, and then, but then I where, I where did you out, go? Remind me. I went to Hong Kong.
0: And how was that amazing. as an experience? Yeah, good experience, oh. right?
1: Oh, it was it was incredible. I mean, being twenty-two and having no obligations, and you know, two hundred and forty students who thought I was brilliant just because of the language I happened to have been born studying or born learning. It was yeah. great.
2: Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah.
1: So I I loved the experience and and learned an an awful lot. Um, But then I came back to the U.S. and did a master's degree in international relations because I wanted to work for the UN. um, And decided that probably wasn't going to be a a life a life path for me. (laughs) But then I just entered the nonprofit sector full on and have been in there since. Um, Really enjoyed working for a number of charities in the U.S., big and small. And then I ended up going to business school, getting an MBA at the University of California in order to look at at, better at the donor side because I was really interested. I loved the nonprofits I worked for and the the causes that they supported. But when I was there, I started developing a real affinity for the donor, for the individual who, you know, 100% out of the goodness of their own heart and their own, their own, you know, desire to have an impact on society gives up some of their hard-earned money to give to, you know, causes they
0: believe in, right?
1: Yeah. causes they believe in. And, you know, and contributing to this larger cause that they're not going to, you know, they're not going to necessarily see the impact of their dollar, but they're going to know that it contributes to this wider societal ill or, um, you know, change that they want to see in society. So I thought, you know, I really want to help the donor understand better what they can do and kind of sometimes what they can't do with their donations and help them build that stronger relationship between their giving and the outcomes that they want to see in the world so
0: and I, I suppose I suppose that sometimes the challenge isn't it you know if you mm-hmm. make a donation how do you and I think we spoke about this last time when we talked about the podcast but how do you make sure that you're effectively making an impact and your money's going to a place where you you're making a positive change in the world
1: it is and it's I mean I would even argue that it's even beyond making like an impact like we talk in the sector used to talk about you know your ROI like what kind of return on investment are you getting for your 100 dollar 100 pound donation and the longer that I've been in the sector the more that I've realized that that's just an unachievable aim to find you know $100 100 100 dollars in, 100 dollars of impact, and it's really, it's unfair. I feel to the the sector to put that kind of obligation on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, impact impact isn't always tangible, is it? Right, that's the challenge. It's like to <laughs> to put that sort of numerical measure. It might work in business, but it doesn't particularly work well in the third sector.
1: You hit the nail on the head, Chris, because yeah. it is. I said it's a business concept, wow. and that's something that you know works when you're creating widgets, and, um, you know, you can think about the inputs versus the outputs, but when you're thinking about something like improving mental health outcomes or, um, you know, even improving the the quality of life in a community, it's not, you really can't measure, measure in the same way because there are so many other factors going into that, and you can do, there, there are studies that have looked at, you know, if we, if we put money into this school and but not this school, what happens, but if you think about it, well, that means that you're neglecting another, uh, another school that could be getting funds just for the purpose of your own, you know, your own social experiment. So I guess what I, what we work with our clients on is thinking about more about the bigger issues, helping them understand what are the causes of, you know, the underlying causes of poverty, for example, or, you know, Environmental degradation—something that they feel really strongly about—and then looking at the different charities that are working in that sector, thinking yeah. about what approaches they're taking, what really resonates with the donor, what what makes them think, "Yeah, okay, that's the kind of that's the kind of work that I want to support," and helping them even form a relationship with those those charities, um, yeah. you <laughs> know, following their newsletters, getting to know the the individuals on the ground who are working, and having the donor give, start to give more than their, than their check or their money and start to give, you know, of their, we talk about the four T's in in charity time, treasure, talent, and testimony. So they've already given their treasure. How else can they give their time through volunteering? How can they give their uh, their talents maybe if you're a graphic artist how can you can com- how could you support that charity through helping them with their website and well, their tech- potentially
0: i mean i i we've spoken to a lot of people in the podcast and had a lot of conversations about this you know just leadership and that non-exec style mm-hmm. style you know using you using your practical experience to help that charity drive right you know that's that's always yeah. an interesting one isn't yeah. it
1: absolutely and if that if that's what they're asking for and if it is then that's Amazing, and even opening up your, you know, your circle, your network to that charity, introducing them to it, um, you know, gathering other donors, putting them in touch with if they need an accountant, maybe finding a pro bono accountant for them from your network. All of that goes into creating this giving experience that is so much more rewarding and fulfilling than writing a check, sending it off, and saying, "Well, what what could you do, did you do for me today?"
0: So that was part one. It was good, wasn't it? We've got yeah. part two next week. Um, and then we're moving on to... Tis the what, Charlotte?
2: Tis the end of another podcast. The and end, never the and end. podcast we need
0: to step up our game because what we need to do is we need some more responses. <laughs> I thought this was going to be an absolute classic. What's the funniest name you've ever heard? Nothing. Mm. Tumbleweed. Absolute tumbleweed. So... Help us out, podcast listeners. Please make sure that you um, give us some answers on the next question of the podcast. On that note, end of the podcast. Have a lovely week, and we'll see you next time of the kindness Projects. Bye. Bye.